you're almost famous. You just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Well, hello. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to local music every Tuesday night from 8 till 10 p.m. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. We are on the Tiny stage tonight with one of my favorite people in the world. And that would be Grace Morrison. Grace, Hi. good evening. There you are. You just made me so happy. Oh, <laughs> you make me happy. So <laughs> thank you for coming to Marshfield tonight. Thanks for having me. How you feeling? Pretty good. I mean, like emotionally, I'm still traumatized from Game of Thrones. I'm not a fan. Oh, it's it's tough. It's been a tough day. Are you a binge watcher? Um, not with that one. I'm I'm up to date. Very nice. I've been binge watching The Sopranos, though. I never watched that before. I've been getting back into The West Wing. I never watched personally. that either. <laughs> so we'll have I'm to, not very cultured. We'll have to exchange. John. We can, you know, maybe <laughs> hang out sometime and watch, you know, each other's t- favorite TV shows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been new in your world? My oh, CD. Your CD. Well, f- before we get to that, <laughs> let's talk uh, for those who uh, might be new to the Grace Morrison experience. Who is she? Well, um, pretty nerdy human being. Um, embarking upon a futile attempt to make an accordion cool again. Allah Weird Al Yankovic? No, no. I guess he did that, didn't he? I've, kind of. I'm late to the game. I don't know what I'm doing with the accordion then. You are good on the accordion. <laughs> I was going back into our archives and I was listening. Uh, there was a tiny stage performance when we had Jay Kelly in studio and you were oh, playing yeah. accordion with him and it sounds amazing. That's right. It's really fun, you know, when you don't have a harmonica, it's a good stand in. Absolutely. What else is new with you? You've got a, a lot happening in the uh, the music world. It's been a summer. Yeah, um, I went on tour back in April, going again in October. Got married in the middle, wrote some songs, recorded a CD. In that order? And, yeah, I just kind of mushed them, mushed them all together, and just you know, th- you know, throw a bunch things. of you know events in a bit and a hat, and you pick out you know random yeah. events, and okay, I'm going to do this one now and yeah. now this one. <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's play a track off the CD. Let's kick off the show in style. What do you want to start off with tonight? Sure, let's go with the first one. All right. It's the title track. Yeah. Tell us what this song's all about. Um, this is this is a song I wrote. Um, I, I have very few that are about my personal experiences, but I was mad at a boy. And I, I was thinking, like, what's the worst threat that I personally can give someone? And it was, well, if you were standing underneath an apple tree and I was the apple on the branch, I would totally fall on your head. I like it. What's it called again? I'm the Apple. Grace Morrison, 95.9 WATD.
Grace Morrison, 95.9 WATD, the title track to the brand new album. And the new album is called what? I'm the Apple, so don't mess with me. Ah, yes. <laughs> Very scary. I am formidable. I have fruit. And you've got quite the arm there, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can, you know, beam people off the head with those things. So <laughs> don't mess with Grace Morrison. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> we have a phone call. I oh. think he said his name is Charlie Madison. Oh, Charles. Hello. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Great. I know you're you're a really big fan of my music, so I'm really pleased that you're calling this evening. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, how did you uh, get to know Grace? She's my aunt. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's that's a good way to know Grace Morrison. Char- so Charlie was Charlie was helping no he was at a game the other night. He was at a train. He's an athlete. He's an athlete. What a do you play, Charlie? He's an athlete. Soccer and basketball. Ah, very nice. You excited about the Celtics? Yeah. All right. Yes, I'm some trade information there. I won't spoil it, but uh, go online and find out all the details. So you have a question for Grace, Charlie. What do you want to ask her tonight? What's your favorite song of all time? My favorite song of all time. Holy smokes. That's a, that is a, that's a tough question. Um, I, think, I think it's Loch Lomond. I love Loch Lomond. You know, you take the high road and I'll take the low road. I love that song. Very nice. <laughs> Did that answer your question, Charlie? Yeah. All right. Well, Charlie, keep on listening, and uh, when you're at those family reunions, make sure you get Grace to get up on stage and start singing, all right? All right. Oh, it's all accordion at every birthday party. All accordion. All right. Excellent. (laughs) Charlie, have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Good night, Charlie. Bye. Do you play happy birthday on the accordion? I've I've done that at two birthday parties since joining the family. Very nice. I can't tell if they appreciate it or not. (laughs) Do they throw apples at you? No, no. Then I think they like you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's play another song, Grace. Can we do number three? Number three, yes. Tell us about the song. So um, I I always tell people that it's my people watching song because I think think audience members and people in bars don't fully understand the strength of the musician with the microphone and what we're doing is standing there watching them and silently judging. Um, So the beginning of the song was kind of just my thoughts about people watching whilst singing and the crazy things that they do. And uh, John Evans, who produced it, called it my Hall and Oates tune. Okay, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Let's hear it. Grace Morrison, 95.9 WATD. We are so weird in a world. We do everything that we do so we don't get hurt. And they don't stand.
We have Grace Morrison in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD talking about the new album, I'm the Apple. Grace, how are you? Wonderful. You're sounding great? Thank you. And uh, so, as you might have heard, we're changing things up a little bit. Usually we have somebody in studio playing live. Grace, you uh, woke up this morning with a sore throat. Yeah. I wanted to give you my best, and my best today was pre-recorded. Yes, and it sounds great, too, because I love this album. (laughs) Let's talk more about where uh, where it can be found. Everywhere. uh, iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and at shows, and I mail them. They're all the places. How about upcoming shows? Where can people see you live? Saturday, I'll be at Captain Kidd in Woods Hole. Okay. And Sunday, I'll be at the Wareham Historical Society's Ice Cream Social, which any, is really uh, fun for me. Any perks to getting the CD in person rather than through mail? Do you get like a, a signed or free hugs or anything like that? I can do both of those things. Um, it's like, it makes me happy, I guess. You get a bigger reaction from me. Excellent. Well, tell us how this album was made. Tell us about your experience in the studio. Um, so it was about a year ago we started tracking the drums, um, but I, I, the producer John Evans is amazing. He's on on the Cape. He's in Orleans, and um, I was pretty drawn to him just because he is the bass player for so many of my musical heroes and so many of the reasons that I even play. So it kind of brings my lifelong musical dream full circle. And how do you think your music has evolved since when you first started writing and recording up until what you made with this CD just recently? Um, so I, you know, I've been performing forever, and I didn't really get a clear vision of what I even wanted to do musically until I started working at the Renaissance Fair. And um, so I had a, the RSO, the band, that, and so I knew it was kind of this storytelling thing that I wanted to do. But after a, a number of years playing with no drummer, I knew that I wanted drums, too. Awesome. Now, did you start writing on the accordion? <laughs> no. No, that, I can't do that. <laughs> Is that possible? Um, it's definitely possible, just not, not for me yet. Maybe the next album. Yeah, I, I mostly play... On like, the accordion. I mostly pretend that I'm playing bagpipes and I play Scottish tunes on the accordion. Oh, very cool. Very mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> let's, uh, keep, let's keep on going with the music here. What do you want to play next? Yes. Um, well... Is there have you have you heard them all? I've heard most of them. Is there one that sticks out to you? Let's do Taking Johnny Home. Sure. One of my favorites off of this. Okay, good. Yeah. Tell us how this song came to be because this has gone through a, a couple of layers, hasn't it? Of of evolution. Yeah, it was on my live CD. So this is a song I wrote about my uncle, and he was a Vietnam veteran, and he, I think he was 16 years old. He got into some trouble and wound up in front of a judge who told him. You can either join the Marine Corps or go to jail. So he joined the Marine Corps. And, you know, he went and he, he came back. And I always heard that, you know, he, when he left, he was this bright-eyed kid. And he came home and, and, like, the soul had left his eyes. And so my whole life growing up, he struggled with substance abuse. And I didn't really get to know him. And a couple of years ago, I learned that he only had a month or so left to live. So I started spending some time with him and got to know him and realized, you know, those emotional scars from that war is is really what plagued him his whole life. And he told me that when he came home, he kissed the ground, but he never really felt like he came home. So I wanted to capture that because I think that 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 idea is not, um, it's not just his story. I think a lot of our veterans struggle with that. So true. And there's a video for this song too. There is, yes. All right, let's talk about the video after the song, 95.9 WATD.
Grace Morrison, she is in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, and that was track number 11 off of Grace's new CD, which is called I'm the Apple. Nice job on that, Grace. Thank you. So tell us about the video for that song, the one that accompanies it. Armin Redian has has done all my videos, actually. Um, And we wanted to kind of highlight that it was about my uncle, but, but also about the broader military so we used a lot of stock footage, um, and I recorded it in onset. It was the coldest day in my memory, and uh, got some pictures of my uncle in there too. But it's you know the idea was kind of like me looking through my uncle's photo album and and trying to see his story. Fantastic. So the CD itself is available. Wow, uh, where again? Remind us. All my shows. You can send me a message on Facebook and I can mail it to you, but it's on all the digital vendors as well. Fantastic. We have to take a very quick break and then we have more with Grace here on 95.9 WATD right after this. There's a lot of quality programming out there and we'd just like to say thanks for choosing us. Biggest loser. Oh, and storage wars. SpongeBob SquarePants is on. SpongeBob is kind of cool. Straight up. Almost famous on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, and we are in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to local music. It's called Almost Famous, and we're on the tiny stage with Grace Morrison. Grace, how are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Excellent. And I know somebody in there has the weather forecast. Who would that be? It's Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott. He's known as Captain Bumbershoot from my music video. That's right. I can read the weather. Weather tonight, humid, showers and thunderstorms around, particularly after midnight, and high of 71. Excellent. Wednesday, lingering showers around early, then clouds give way. Zero percent chance of eclipse tomorrow. Increasing sunshine as the humidity drops. And on Thursday, lots of sunshine with a few clouds, a high of 78, and once again, no eclipse. Fantastic. Very nice job. Did you watch the eclipse? I uh, know, but I imagine it looks just like this. Yes, it does. Exactly. <laughs> it looks just like this. I feel like I'm seeing it right now. Yes, exactly. You are. Thanks. Good enough. Grace, we've got the album in front of us here. Let's play another track. What do you want to hear next? Um, hey, about number two. Number two. Tell us about this tune. Big Man. Um, the, the, the easy version of the story, I guess, is there was, there was a man who was not very nice to me. And he, he presented as one of those big macho types. And I didn't think he was very big at all. Excellent. Let's hear it. 95.9 WATD. And then we're going to go to a phone call. Oh, we'd fit like a glove.
Grace Morrison in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD, playing songs off of her new album, I'm the Apple. Grace, tell us more about the album. Oh, well, um, honestly, the the coolest thing for me is that I've been wanting to do this since I started playing guitar when I was 12. Well, what I'm really curious <laughs> is to, to, to learn more about how the music evolved to be where it is today, because you started off very folky, but this music still kind of retains those roots, but also has a more, uh, more of a rock element than some of your previous work. Yeah, I mean, I think in my mind, all of the previous stuff had that element in it. It just wasn't presented in the recordings. Like, in my head, it was all there. Gotcha. And because the stuff that I started listening to that inspired me originally was was like the rockier Lilith Fair chicks, you know? Um, like Alanis and Tori Amos. And, Very nice. And they all had songs that told a story, but with an edge. And you found their producer. I did. Or their bass player. The bass I found player, their bass player. Yes. <laughs> Let's go to the phones right now. We have Sam checking in from Rochester, Massachusetts. Sam, hello. Hello. Hey, Sammy girl. Hi. How are you? Wonderful. Sam's my violin player. Is she? She is. Excellent. Um, she started out as a student of mine, and we we had this mutual obsession with Celtic music and historical <laughs> things and the Vikings. And um, but she's she's an amazing singer. This girl hears something and she can just throw a harmony on top. Fantastic, Sam. How long have you been playing? About ten years, I Grace. believe. Excellent. Yeah. Any uh, any stories about Grace that you can tell on the radio? <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I can say that she is the coolest Aww. because she she adopted me um, and and brought me in. I started playing with her at the gateway and sitting in, and then St. Patrick's Day we did. We where did we go? Connecticut. We went to a bar <laughs> in Connecticut and played for a while. And she asked if I would like to play with her. Fantastic. The band. It was great. She just she has so much energy, and Sam inspires me. She's got all this zest for life and music and new stuff. And so, are these the musicians that you can that you can see if you go out to a Grace Morrison show? Absolutely. Great. When is the next show? By the way, give that another plug if you would. Saturday will be at the Captain Kid in Woods Hole. Excellent. Go check them out, Sam. Uh, thank you so much for checking in. Thank you. All right. And uh, let's see if I do this right. I think we have John checking in, too. I think he's another person. In your Mr. Head. Baptista. Oh, hello there. Our sun chaser. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. I just I wanted John to call because he is my right-hand man. And I think, you know, I I have one best friend over here that I married. And, but John's, John's the other one. John's great. I love John. <laughs> I've seen him over at Rick's Music World many times. The yin to my yang. The sun is well, my so share. Much. Thank you so much. I can't call you Miss Morrison anymore, so I have to call you Miss Hartley. Now. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I'm singing, when I'm singing, I'll be Morrison. You're still be Miss Morrison. Great. <laughs> but John. I think the cool thing about playing with John is I, I come from a folkier background, and John's got a little more of the jazz edge, would you, wouldn't you say, John? I think so, yeah. And so I think our... Bring, our, bring the rock to your role. Yeah, so it comes together. I think it's an interesting blend. I love it. John, what do you love most about playing with Grace Morrison? Well, you know, there's there's so many things I can say about her musicality and her songwriting and her voice and all those great things, but I think it's just that she's like an amazing human being on top of all of that. 
Um, she's a great, great friend and a great person to be around. So I agree with all of that those. For me, takes takes the the cake right there. Oh, well, I love you, John. <laughs> I love you too. Excellent, John. Thank you for checking in, and I will see you out of the show soon. Absolutely. Have a great night, guys. You too. You too. Very cool. Some cool people checking in. Some band members. You know what? I I think the thing is, for a long time, I I played with I played with musicians, but to have people around you that completely support you, there's no judgment there. You can just let out what you're feeling is is what you need, and that's what I get with those two. I can sense that completely. So, Grace, tell us about your songwriting. When you put the pen to the paper, how does that happen? Are you inspired by lyrics? Are you inspired by music? How does the song come together in your head, if you can tell us that? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many other songwriters feel this way. I'm not as much inspired by music as I am by stories. So most of the um, the feelings I get to write or the ideas for sound come from reading books. Um, and it started for me with reading about the Renaissance, because I'm nerdy. But um, And then just thinking about like folk music... I. It's a funny word. I've been saying this a lot lately because I think a lot of people are turned off by it because they have this assumption that that means this quiet music with a guitar and every song's 10 minutes long. But it's really just story songs. You know, it's songs of the people. And I keep thinking about, like, the community when you're talking about the story of soldiers or the story of the Renaissance or any of those things. For me, it's about community and, and how many people had feelings that perhaps were not conveyed. And that's what I'm trying to do when I write. Are you still writing songs about queens? I haven't. I haven't. I've been writing about whaling lately, whaling ships, Um, I guess because I live kind of near New Bedford. (laughs) And what I loved about you when I first met you was you were writing songs about history, and it seemed to be a theme throughout uh, the the first album. Yeah. And, well, this one has it, too. I mean, um, I got Titanic on here, Vietnam War, um, World War II. So I go I go all around on this one. The the first CD was more Renaissance based. So you're, you're kind of you know moving up in history. Yeah, slowly diversifying. But yes, exactly. <laughs> let's do another song. What do you want to play next? Want to do a history song? Yeah, let's do a history song. Um, I could do the, let's do the Titanic. Which one is that? That's a warmer night, number seven. All right, let's hear it. Ninety five nine WATD. And now while I'm getting this queued up, take us through kind of uh, how you uh, how you wrote about the Titanic and why. I have been obsessed with the Titanic since the third grade. I have a little shout out to my third grade teacher in the liner notes because I remember opening, remember those reading books that had all the the stories in it? Yes. I forget what it was called, like Silver Burdette and Gin, something like that. I don't know. Your sister would know. But I remember opening the page to the Titanic and there was, it was just a really poignant photograph to me. I think it was like a child's doll in the sand. And so I had collected, like, every VHS tape with Titanic documentaries on it over the years. And then I read a firsthand account. Um, one of the survivors was talking about how once they were on the lifeboats and the, and the Titanic hadn't sunk yet, they didn't really believe it was going to happen because the, the boat itself seemed way more reliable than the lifeboat. That was this tiny little thing. And so they sat in these lifeboats just in stunned silence, and, and the boat quietly sunk. And, and he was just commenting on how quiet the whole thing was so I was trying to capture that silence and how terrifying that must have been to just be sitting in this silence that you never knew when it would end before I play the song in your opinion was there enough room on the door for Leonardo DiCaprio no and no and I can say this um, with, with confidence because I tried this the other day on a pool float 
And no, there was not enough room. All right, let's hear the song. Give us the name again, Grace. A Warmer Night. All right, 95.9 WATD.
Grace Morrison, 95.9 WATD, inspired by the Titanic, a warmer night. Very nice job with that one, Grace. Thank you. Tell us about the string arrangements on that, because that sounded amazing. Well, thank you. I had nothing to do with that. That was all John Evans. He arranged it. Carla Kilstead played uh, viola and violin, and Liz Schultz played cello. I always love hearing real strings, not just like a synthesizer. So oh, it's, there's it's nothing like world it. world of difference. Absolutely. And you really think there wasn't enough room on that life raft? Yeah, no, I, I don't think there was. See, I think there was. Yeah. But we don't know how sturdy that door was. Do we really know that it was a door? We don't know these things, and it probably would have thrown the balance off. That's true. I'm going to bring him up here. What, what did he say? Rose is awful. Just admit it. Yeah, see, she, I, she, see I, I agree. She's an awful person. It is not Rose's fault. She she's was brought awful. up that way. You could have fit a whole family on there. No. Yeah, and, and probably a couple of animals, too. She threw that jewel overboard, too, didn't she? You're underestimating the width of her dress. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we are in studio tonight with Grace Morrison talking about the Titanic, talking about the new album, um, The Apple, and uh, give us uh, some uh, some short day plugs, too, again, Grace, if you would. For upcoming shows, is that yes, what you said? Yes, please. Um, so this Saturday, I'll be at the Captain Kid in Woods Hole. Sunday, I'll be in Wareham at the Historical Society. Um, and then actually in September, September 24th, I'll be at the Spire Center. Excellent. Right down the street in Plymouth. Yes. Fantastic. What is the Grace Morrison Live experience like? Well, I've been playing mostly with a trio, either John and I or, or Sam, John and I. But at my CD release party on Sunday, we had a drummer and bass player, which was really wonderful. So I'm hoping to do some more full band stuff. All right. I think we have another phone call here. So oh. sorry about that. I think I'm we have so cool. uh, Sue from Marion. Hello, hey, Sue. Grace. Hey, Sue. How are you? Great. How are you? Good. I got the kids up here late listening, but they they chickened out on asking a question. So oh. so now it's your turn, Sue. What do you want to That's ask? my turn. Well, h- hello, right. Ella and Billy. They're good. They're listening in the other room. <laughs> How is she sounding tonight? <laughs> I'm sorry? How's she sounding tonight? Oh, she's sounding awesome. Great. So we were trying to figure out if you're playing live or it's recorded. This is all live. Wow. No. Ella couldn't believe it. Just no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm a little Hello. sick today, so okay. I, I thought we'd do the, the recordings. All right. So Ella had a question. Ella, you want to ask? Need it. Okay. All right. So um, one of the things that the kids wanted to just say is that they just love, love, love having Grace as their piano and voice coach. And ah, great. aspire to be just like her. Oh, Well, you should see the showmanship that Billy has is something. He's like, he's like a Frank Sinatra. I bet. <laughs> Any requests off the new album you want to hear tonight? I'm sorry. I'm sorry? Any requests off the new album you want to hear tonight? Yep. Anything on my mind? You got it. All right. Let's play it. Thank you guys so much for checking in tonight. And Grace. Right. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for calling, you. guys. Take, uh, now, Grace, tell us about this song, if you would. So this song actually is, is a little bit older. And I had been at a little bit of a crossroads in my life. And I had one of those moments where I just thought, you know what? I don't have to stay here. You know, think I, I can make the changes necessary to, to bring my life where it ought to be because this isn't it. And I was just, I was sitting, staring out the window and the leaves were changing and I was just thinking about, you know, enough's enough. I'm going to, I'm going to make some changes. All right. And it's called? Leaving on my mind.
Grace Morrison in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. Sharing songs off of her new album, I'm the Apple. Very nice job with that one too, Grace. Thank you. So, leaving on my mind, have you thought about pursuing a career uh, with music outside of Massachusetts, in Nashville, New York, L.A., anything like that? I have thought about it and thought that it is not for me. <laughs> and why not, if you don't mind me asking? Um, for a number of reasons. Prior to getting well, yeah, married, it was, yes. it was it was kind of double-edged sword for me because I've been teaching since I was 15, and I've had a really full student base for that long, which has enabled me to have a really nice sleep-in schedule and have a comfortable income. And it's been great. But uh, but it's made me not want to make big jumps like that, too. You know, so it's it's good and bad in that way. But then I also think that that nowadays you don't really have to go live in the place to experience it. You know, we're so connected with social media and, and all of that. You could go... I, I could be more of a weekend warrior when it comes to, tra- to traveling like that. That's true. And also, as we were discussing off-air, the fact that there's a lot of people who choose to uh, leave town, go to L.A., go to Nashville, go to New York. And these are people who leave because they want to pursue a career in music when they are when they currently here have a job, maybe working at a desk nine to five. Whereas you do have a career in music, whether it's teaching, whether it's uh, it's it's something with music, it's something that you, that you love, and that's that's incredible. So I, I give you you know full credit for for doing what you do. Oh, thank you. And and truthfully, I love where I live. I love it. I don't. I do too. I, don't, I love it here. I don't really have any desire to go. I like to go on trips, and then I like to come home. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a warm bed is very nice. Mm-hmm. I got my ocean. I got my woods. I got my cranberry bog right nearby. I'm good. Your Titanic videos. Uh huh. Yeah, I got my whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> that is Grace Morrison. It is nine fifty-one. We have to take our final timeout of the evening, but I think, Grace, we have time to play one more tune after the break. Sure. Does that work for you? Sounds good to me. All right. You're listening to ninety-five-nine WATD. My name is John Shea. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to the world of local music every Tuesday night. Stay tuned to later on tonight. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues, ten till two a.m., taking you through all things related to blues music, whether that's music that's inspired by blues, the music that blues inspires, and a whole lot more. Coming up tonight on The Wide World of Blues with Peter Black, 10 till 2 here on 95.9 WATD. Before that, though, more with Grace Morrison after the break. Unique, different, bizarre. It's what we like. Uh, I put a little ballerina skirt on the monkey and I beat him into oblivion. Uh, most of the time. The crowd seems to love this. Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And for a few more minutes, we are on the tiny stage tonight with Grace Morrison. Grace, how are you? Great. Thank you again for coming down to Marshfield tonight. We always love having you here in studio, even when you're not playing live. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So let's uh, let's recap briefly here. Tell us about the new album and where it's available. It's called I'm the Apple. It's available on all digital retailers, all my shows, and I can mail them out, which is really fun for me. I like going to the post office. How do you get a copy with the googly eyes? Uh, we only have one, one Mr. C. I could make them if people hmm. want a special request, a googly eye. CD. I like that. We should post a picture of that up on Facebook. Yeah, he's, he's CD guy. CD guy. I like that. <laughs> he's cute. <laughs> he's cute. Scott made him. Yeah. And the upcoming show. Uh, Saturday, I'll be at Captain Kidd in Woods Hole. And Sunday, I'll be in Wareham for the Historical Society's annual ice cream social. Excellent. Any website or social media you want to plug? GraceMorrison.com. 
And there's Facebook.com backslash Grace Morrison. Excellent. Grace, thank you again. Get home safely. And what are we going to close out the night with? America. All right. This is track number 12? It is. All right. 95.9 WHD. Again, Grace, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, John. All right. It's much harder. Can't